Welcome back to Hanging with Mr. Douglow. It's chapter 11 time. Moving right along with a magic number. This chapter's title, Your Subconscious Mind as a Partner in Success. And who couldn't use a solid partner in success? I know I could. Right, let's get to it. Yeah. Success means successful living. A long period of peace, joy, and happiness on this plane may be termed success. The eternal experience of these qualities is the everlasting life spoken of by Jesus. The real things of life such as peace, harmony, integrity, security, and happiness are intangible. They come from the deep self of man. Meditating on these qualities builds these treasures of heaven in our subconscious. It is where moth and rust do not consume, and where thieves do not break through and steal. Matthew 6.20 Well, you know, there are some pretty solid gems from the Bible. All right, muchos gracias, Matthew. The Three Steps to Success Let us discuss three steps to success. The first step to success is to find out the thing you love to do, then do it. Success is in loving your work. Although if a person is a psychiatrist, it is not adequate for them to get a diploma and place it on the wall, they must keep up with the times, attend conventions, and continue studying the mind and its workings. The successful psychiatrist visits clinics and reads the latest scientific articles. In other words, they are informed in the most advanced methods of alleviating human suffering. The successful psychiatrist or doctor must have the interest of their patients at heart. Someone may say, well, How can I put the first step into operation? I don't know what I should do. In such a case, and hey, we have all been there. In such a case, pray for guidance as follows. The infinite intelligence of my subconscious mind reveals to me my true place in life. Repeat this prayer quietly, positively, and lovingly to your deeper mind. As you persist with faith and confidence, the answer will come to you as a feeling, a, a hunch, or a tendency in a certain direction. It will come to you clearly and in peace, and as an inner, silent, awareness. The second step to success is to specialize in some particular branch of work and know more about it than anyone else. For example, if a young person chooses chemistry as their profession, they should concentrate on one of the many branches in their field. They should give all of their time and attention to their chosen specialty. They should become sufficiently enthusiastic to try to know all there is available about that field. If possible, they should know more than anyone else. 
The young person should become ardently interested in their work and should desire to serve the world. He that is the greatest among you, let him become your servant. There is a great contrast in this attitude of mind in comparison to that of the person who only wants to make a living or just get by. Getting by is not true success. A person's motive must be greater, nobler, and more altruistic. They must serve others, thereby casting their bread upon the waters. Get those little duckies to eat your bread. Hey, I remember being a kid going out with my grandpa to the pond, taking a loaf, shucking it in the water, and feeling really good about seeing those little duckies get a snack. There is power in serving others, even if it's just some little duckies. The third step is the most important one. You must be sure that the thing you want to do does not redound to your success only. And redound sounds like rebound. Hold on, let me look it up. Right, okay, so redound means to contribute greatly to, usually to his or her credit. Cool, it's a verb. Words are fun. I hope that this podcast and information herein redounds for us all in many ways. Your desire must not be selfish. It must benefit humanity. The path of a complete circuit must be formed. In other words, your idea must go forth with the purpose of blessing or serving the world. It will then come back to you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. If it is to benefit yourself exclusively, this circle or complete circuit is not formed, and you may experience a short circuit in your life, which may consist of limitation or sickness. Hmm, very cool. All right, so number one, find out the thing you love to do and then do it. Two, specialize in a particular branch of that thing and become obsessed with it. No more than anybody else, or at least know and continue to gain knowledge in that particular section. And three, it's got to help others. It cannot redound to your success only. Let it redound about the world, the universe, and complete that circuit. Thanks, Mr. Murphy. The Measure of True Success Some people may say, but Mr. James made a fortune in selling fraudulent oil stock. A man may seem to succeed for a while, but the money he obtained by fraud usually takes wings and flies away. When we rob from another, we rob from ourselves, because we are in a mood of lack and limitation which may manifest itself in our body, home life, and affairs. What we think and feel, we create. We create what we believe. Even though a man may have accumulated a fortune fraudulently, he is not successful. There is no success without peace of mind. What good is a person's accumulated wealth if they cannot sleep nights, are sick, or has a guilt complex? Yes, we touched upon that in the uh, chapter before. I knew a man in London who told me of his exploits. He had been a professional pickpocket and had amassed a large amount of money. He had a summer home in France and lived in a royal fashion in England. His story was that he was in constant dread of being arrested by Scotland Yard. 
He had many inner disorders, which were undoubtedly caused by his constant fear and deep-seated guilt complex. He knew he had done wrong. This deep sense of guilt attracted all kinds of trouble to him. Subsequently, he voluntarily surrendered to the police and served a prison sentence. After his release from prison, he sought psychological and spiritual counsel and became transformed. He went to work and became an honest, law-abiding citizen. He found what he loved to do and was happy. And I would argue, unless, you know, you are part of that 2% of uh, psychopathic human beings, that we all have that inner sense of knowing of what is right and what is wrong. It's that vibration deep in our center that says, yes, or it says, hey, hey, hold up now. I don't think so. A successful person loves his work and expresses themselves fully. Success is contingent upon a higher ideal than the mere accumulation of riches. The person of success is the person who possesses great psychological and spiritual understanding. Many of the great industrialists today depend upon the correct use of their subconscious minds for their success. There was an article published some years ago about Flagler, an oil magnate. He admitted that the secret of his success was his ability to see a project in its completion. There is that visualizing and feeling the end again. For instance, in his case, he closed his eyes, imagined a big oil industry, saw trains running on tracks, heard whistles blowing, and saw smoke. Having seen and felt the fulfillment of his prayer, his subconscious mind brought about its realization. If you imagine an objective clearly, you will be provided with the necessities in ways you know not of through the wonder-working power of your subconscious mind. In considering the three steps to success, you must never forget the underlying power of the creative forces of your subconscious mind. This is the energy in back of all steps in any plan of success. Your thought is creative. Thought fused with feeling becomes a subjective faith or belief, and according to your belief is it done unto you. Matthew 9.29 A knowledge of a mighty force in you which is capable of bringing to pass all your desires gives you confidence and a sense of peace. Whatever your field of action may be, you should learn the laws of your subconscious mind. When you know how to apply the powers of your mind, and when you are expressing yourself fully and giving of your talents to others, you are on the sure path to true success. If you are about God's business, or any part of it, God, by His very nature, is for you. So who can be against you? With this understanding, there is no power in heaven or on earth, or anywhere else, to withhold success from you. How he made his dream come true. A movie actor told me that he had very little education, but he had a dream as a boy of becoming a successful movie actor. Out in the field mowing hay, driving the cows home, or even when milking them, he said, I would constantly imagine how I saw my name in big lights at a large theater. I kept this up for years until finally I ran away from home. I got extra jobs in the motion picture field, and the day finally came when I saw my name in great big lights as I did when I was a boy. Then he added, 
I know the power of sustained imagination to bring success. Way to go, dude. His dream pharmacy became a reality. Thirty years ago, I knew a young pharmacist who was receiving $40 a week plus commission on sales. After 25 years, he said to me, I will get a pension and retire. I said to this young man, well, why don't you own your own store? Get out of this place. Raise your sights. Have a dream for your children. Maybe your son wants to be a doctor. Perhaps your daughter desires to be a great musician. His answer was that he had no money. He began to awaken to the fact that whatever he could conceive as true, he could give conception. And the first step toward his goal was his awakening to the powers of his subconscious mind, which I briefly elaborated on for his benefit. His second step was his realization that if he could succeed in conveying an idea to his subconscious mind, the latter would somehow bring it to pass. He began to imagine that he was in his own store. He mentally arranged the bottles, dispensed prescriptions, and imagined several clerks in the store waiting on customers. He also visualized a big bank balance. Mentally, he worked in that imaginary store. Like a good actor, he lived the role. Act as though I am, and I will be. This pharmacist put himself wholeheartedly into the act, living, moving, and acting on the assumption that he owned the store. And as a quick pause, that is straight out of Stanislavski's method acting work. Act as if. Act as if whatever. Act as if you are the person you want to be. Act as if you have the confidence you want. Act as if you attract the people you want. Act as if you're able to help in the way you want. And you will. The more you act as if, the more the if becomes so. And there's no more reason to act as if. All you have to do is act. There are some fascinating parallels and overlaps between the work within as any kind of performative artist, in my experience as an actor, with the work that comes in suggestion from Joseph Murphy and others in the New Thought Movement, to the work that you would work on yourself in types of spellcasting and magical practicing, putting yourself in the mindset that you eventually want to be in anyway, is a power that all of us have. Human beings, we get to choose within first, if we take the time and effort to do so, who and what we want to be in this life that we get to lead. That's why I find this information so fascinating and so empowering. Act as if, and it will be. The sequel to that story was interesting. He was discharged from his position. He found new employment with a large chain store, became a manager, and later on, district manager. He saved enough money in four years to provide a down payment on a drugstore of his own. He called it his dream pharmacy. It was, he said, exactly the store I saw in my imagination. He became a recognized success in his chosen field and was happy doing what he loved to do. Now, as I'm reading this, the sign of the times is certainly bubbling up in my mind, thinking, oh man, I mean, this talk about the kind of up-in-the-air type, I don't know what's going to happen next feeling that I sure come across on a daily basis, I won't lie. I can only imagine others 
like you, are coming across and bumping into similar sensations. However, there is no better time than the present, particularly this present, to start to take the opportunity of things being up in the air, to pluck what you want from the clouds and put them in the order you'd like to see them in, in your own mind. Lay out that blueprint. There is so much opportunity in this chaotic time for us as individuals to disregard the systems that have come before that would have limited us to particular pathways of pursuit of meaning and happiness and success. Now more so than ever with the technology and the time and the opportunity with the information available to us to dunk our subconscious minds in, we can truly put our ideal selves together and act as if it is already so. And soon enough, before we know it, it already is. Ooh, I love the information. This is so much fun for me. I hope it is for you. Let's keep going. Using the subconscious mind in business. Some years ago, I gave a lecture to a group of businessmen on the powers of imagination and the subconscious mind. In this lecture, I pointed out how Goethe used his imagination wisely when confronted with difficulties and predicaments. His biographers point out that he was accustomed to fill many hours quietly holding imaginary conversations. It is well known that his custom was to imagine one of his friends before him in a chair, answering him in the right way. In other words, if he were concerned over any problems, he imagined his friend giving him the right or appropriate answer, accompanied with the usual gestures and tonal qualities of the voice, and he made the entire imaginary scene as real and as vivid as possible. One of the men present at his lecture was a young stockbroker. He proceeded to adopt the technique of Goethe. He began to have mental imaginary conversations with a multimillionaire banker friend of his, who used to congratulate him on his wise and sound judgment and compliment him on his purchase of the right stocks. He used to dramatize this imaginary conversation until he had psychologically fixed it as a form of belief in his mind. This broker's inner talking and controlled imagination certainly agreed with his aim, which was to make sound investments for his clients. His main purpose in life was to make money for his clients and to see them prosper financially by his wise counsel. He is still using his subconscious mind in his business, and he is a brilliant success in his field of endeavor. Boy of 16 years turns failure into success. A young boy who was attending high school said to me, I'm getting very poor grades. My memory is failing. I do not know what is the matter. I discovered that the only thing wrong with this boy was his attitude, which was one of indifference and resentment towards some of his teachers and fellow students. Hey, I've been there. It's called high school. Yeah. <laughs> I taught him how to use his subconscious mind and how to succeed in his studies. He began to affirm certain truths several times a day, particularly at night prior to sleep. Another little point of uh, repeated reference there. That sleepy state seems to be a Goldilocks zone to start to have that conversation with your subconscious mind. And also in the morning after awakening. Same kind of, uh, you know, imaginal realm that we are floating in and out of. These are the best times to impregnate the subconscious mind.
Oh, there it is. He affirmed as follows. I realize that my subconscious mind is a storehouse of memory. It retains everything I read and hear from my teachers. And I have a perfect memory, and the infinite intelligence in my subconscious mind constantly reveals to me everything I need to know at all of my examinations, whether written or oral. I radiate love and goodwill to all my teachers and fellow students. I sincerely wish for them success and all good things. This young man is now enjoying a greater freedom than he has ever known. He's now receiving all A's. He constantly imagines the teachers and his mother congratulating him on his success in his studies. I don't know about you peoples, but my imagination is running 24-7. Why not shape it in a way that will benefit me and everybody else around me? Sure beats the alternative. How to Become Successful in Buying and Selling In buying and selling, remember that your conscious mind is the starter and your subconscious mind is the motor. You must start the motor to enable it to perform its work. Your conscious mind is the dynamo that awakens the power of your subconscious mind. The first step is conveying your clarified desire, idea, or image to the deeper mind. The deeper mind is to relax. Immobilize the attention, get still, and be quiet. This quiet, relaxed, and peaceful attitude of mind prevents extraneous matter and false ideas from interfering with your mental absorption of your ideal. Furthermore, in the quiet, passive, and receptive attitude of mind, effort is reduced to a minimum. The second step is to begin to imagine the reality of that which you desire. For example, you may wish to buy a home, and in your relaxed state of mind, affirm as follows. The infinite intelligence of my subconscious mind is all-wise. It reveals to me now the ideal home, which is central, ideal, is in a lovely environment, meets with all my requirements, and is commensurate with my income. I am now turning this request over to my subconscious mind, and I know it responds according to the nature of my request. I release this request with absolute faith and confidence, in the same way that a farmer deposits a seed in the ground, trusting implicitly in the laws of growth. The answer to your prayer may come through an advertisement in the paper, or the internet, through a friend. Or you may be guided directly to a particular home, which is exactly what you are seeking. There are many ways by which your prayer may be answered. The principal knowledge in which you may place your confidence is that the answer always comes, provided you trust the working of your deeper mind. You may wish to sell a home, land, or any kind of property. In private consultation with real estate brokers, I have told them of the way I sold my own home on Orlando Avenue in Los Angeles. Many of them have applied the technique I used with remarkable and speedy results. I placed a sign which read, For Sale by Owner, in the garden in front of my home. The day after, I said to myself as I was going to sleep, Supposing you sold your house, what would you do? I answered my own question, and I said, I would take that sign down and throw it into the garbage. In my imagination, 
I took hold of the sign, pulled it up from the ground, placed it on my shoulder, went to the garage, threw it on the floor, and said jokingly to the sign, I don't need you anymore. I felt the inner satisfaction of it all, realizing it was finished. The next day, a man gave me a deposit of $1,000 and said to me, Hey, take your sign down. We will go into escrow now. Bing, bang, boom, just like that. Immediately, I pulled the sign up and took it into the garage. The outer action conformed to the inner. There is nothing new about this. As within, so without. And I'll say, as above, so below. Those statements are tied together, and that comes right from the Kabbalion. Meaning, according to the image impressed on your subconscious mind, so it is on the objective screen of your life. The outside mirrors the inside. External action follows internal action. As within, so without. As above, so below. Here is another very popular method used in selling homes, land, or any kind of property. Affirm slowly, quietly, and feelingly as follows. Infinite intelligence attracts to me the buyer for this home who wants it and who prospers in it. This buyer is being sent to me by the creative intelligence of my subconscious mind, which makes no mistakes. This buyer may look at many other homes, but mine is the only one he wants and will buy, because he is guided by the infinite intelligence within him. I know the buyer is right, the tune is right, and the price is right. Everything about it is right. The deeper currents of my subconscious mind are now in operation, bringing both of us together in divine order. I know that it is so. Remember always that what you are seeking is also seeking you. And whenever you want to sell a home or property of any kind, there is always someone who wants what you have to offer. By using the powers of your subconscious mind correctly, you free your mind of all sense of competition and anxiety in buying and selling. How she succeeded in getting what she wanted. There's a young lady who regularly comes to my lectures and classes. She had to change buses three times. It took her one and a half hours each time to come to the lectures. In one lecture, I explained how a young man who needed a car in his work received one. She went home and experimented as outlined in my lecture. Here is her letter in part, narrating her application of my method and published by her permission. Dear Mr. Murphy, This is how I received a Cadillac car. I wanted one to come to the lectures regularly. In my imagination, I went through the identical process I would go through if I were actually driving a car. I went to the showroom and the salesman took me for a ride in one. I also drove it several blocks. I claimed the Cadillac car as my own over and over again. I kept the mental picture of getting into the car, driving it, feeling the upholstery, etc., consistently for over two weeks. Last week, I drove to your lectures in a Cadillac. My uncle in Inglewood passed away and left me his Cadillac and his entire estate. 
Ooh, that is a powerful subconscious mind. All right. Way to go, lady. A success technique employed by many outstanding executives and businessmen. There are many prominent businessmen who would quietly use the abstract term success over and over many times a day until they reach a conviction that success is theirs. They know that the idea of success contains all the essential elements of success. Likewise, you can begin now to repeat the word success to yourself with faith and conviction. Your subconscious mind will accept it as true of you, and you will be under a subconscious compulsion to succeed. You are compelled to express your subjective beliefs, impressions, and convictions. What does success imply to you? Check out my five-minute affirmation mantra meditation, Wealth Success. I got two versions that are pretty good. They might uh, help you along the way. Certainly help me. I'll leave a link. You are compelled to express your subjective beliefs, impressions, and convictions. What does success imply to you? You want, undoubtedly, to be successful in your home life and in your relationship with others. You wish to be outstanding in your chosen work or profession. You wish to possess a beautiful home and all the money you need to live comfortably and happily. You want to be successful in your prayer life and in your contact with the powers of your subconscious mind. You are a business person also because you are in the business of living. Become a successful business person by imagining yourself doing what you long to do and possessing the things you long to possess. Become imaginative. Mentally participate in the reality of this successful state. Make a habit of it. Go to sleep feeling successful every night and perfectly satisfied. And you will eventually succeed in implanting the idea of success in your subconscious mind. Believe you were born to succeed and wonders will happen as you pray. Profitable Pointers The TLDL version of Chapter 11 Your Subconscious Mind as a Partner in Success 1. Success means successful living. When you are peaceful, happy, joyous, and doing what you love to do, you are successful. 2. Find out what you love to do, then do it. If you don't know your true expression, ask for guidance, and the lead will come. 3. Specialize in your particular field and try to know more about it than anyone else. 4. A successful person is not selfish. Their main desire in life is to serve humanity. 5. There is no true success without peace of mind. 6. A successful person possesses great psychological and spiritual understanding. 7. If you imagine an objective clearly, you will be provided with the necessities through the wonder-working power of your subconscious mind. 8. Your thought fused with feeling becomes a subjective belief, and according to your belief is it done unto you. 9. The power of sustained imagination draws forth the miracle-working powers of your subconscious mind. 10. If you are seeking a promotion in your work, 
Imagine your employer, supervisor, or loved one congratulating you on your promotion. Make the picture vivid and real. Hear the voice, see the gestures, and feel the reality of it all. Continue to do this frequently, and through frequent occupancy of your mind, you will experience the joy of the answered prayer. 11. Your subconscious mind is a storehouse of memory. For a perfect memory, affirm frequently. The infinite intelligence of my subconscious mind reveals to me everything I need to know at all times, everywhere. 12. If you wish to sell a home or property of any kind, affirm slowly, quietly, and feelingly as follows. Infinite intelligence attracts to me the buyer for this house or property. Who wants it and who will prosper in it? Sustain this awareness, and the deeper currents of your subconscious mind will bring it to pass. 13. The idea of success contains all the elements of success. Repeat the word success to yourself frequently with faith and conviction, and you will be under a subconscious compulsion to succeed. See the link below for a great affirmation video I made. All right, that will do it for chapter 11. Thank you for joining me. This is wonderful. This is magical. I really, really like doing this, and I really enjoy spreading this information to anybody who wants to hear it. As a little personal experience story, most recently, even though my life is absolutely up in the air, I will be moving back to the East Coast soon for myriad reasons. Before I did that, during this whole COVID-19 time, I really wanted a particular job that I thought would fit my life the way I saw my life back when I wanted the job. And so I did exactly this prescription of focused imagination. I repeatedly imagined with feeling of just the best, of, like, yes, I did it, accomplishment. And I had the idea that the interior repetition of I've done it, I've done it, repeat in my mind, in imagining that I got the job that I was going after. And uh, due to COVID-19 times, I had to get the job, then they rescinded the job, but then they get, then I got the opportunity to get the job again, and I got it again, all the while I just kept doing this work, this focused imagination with feeling. I imagined the end result of me getting the job, me sitting in the place where I would be sitting and doing the job that I would be doing, laughing with my co-workers. It works. It absolutely works. What also came about, however, was that in the course of that experience, my deeper self started to bubble up and say, oh, but there's more to you than just wanting to achieve this job. And that was a fine job and I, I I have no ill will towards the place where I briefly held the position. It was, you know, wonderful people, wonderful job. But as I gave myself the time and energy and focus, I realized, ah, there is more to what I want out of life. And I now am leaning into that, which is just one of the many reasons as to why I'm here. I wish for all of you to lean into your truest self. 
Let us all lean into our best, truest, most optimized, awesome selves together. And if we all do that, 100% guaranteed, this world will be a wonderful place to be in. 100%. Let us shape this world with every wonderful thought we have. I'll catch you next time. Until then, thanks for hanging.